Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Inspire Together. My name is Robert Flynn, author of Be Your Inspiration, where we talk about all things positive to help get ourselves out of our negative state of mind and how to maintain that positive mindset. Now there's plenty of reasons why I call this podcast Inspire Together, but before I get into that, I want to talk about a little bit of my background. From about the age of 13, all the way up to now, to the age of 27 that I am currently, I suffered with suicidal thoughts and depression. When I was younger, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know if there was anybody that I can go to professionally to seek help. I didn't know what else I can actually do to make myself feel better about myself. So what I ended up doing was trying to stay busy, mainly. Uh, staying busy with sports, staying busy with school activities, you know, staying you know, busy with my family members. Anything that I could really do to just to take my mind off of being depressed and being negative. But that can only go for so long without getting the actual help that you actually need. So what ended up happening was I ended up getting into a dark state of mind where I thought that it was no, there was no point of living anymore. Um, when I got to that point of uh, feeling that I didn't want to live anymore, I had envisions of the different ways that I would end up dying. Uh, you know, it would be end up you know, through suicide. And the scariest part about that is that, you know, once you're in that state of mind, it's almost impossible to get yourself out without the help that you need. And uh, luckily enough for me, I had the, the strong, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the, the strong mindset to know that I can overcome it. And I also had the belief that this wasn't the kind of life that I ever wanted to live. Um, when I was younger, you know, again, I stated how that I didn't have anybody to go to or felt like I couldn't go to anyone without feeling embarrassed about my situation. So what I did was I believed in God. Um, I, am, I am a Catholic, and I, I do believe in God and, and you know, my religion, and it's a, str- it's a strong belief that I have. I'm not going to say that I'm a saint by any means, but I do believe in God. I believe in heaven. I believe in hell. I believe in all that is... Uh, by the Catholic and you know, by the Catholic religion and by, you know, my my I stand by my strong faith. So what I ended up doing was I ended up praying a lot. I prayed a lot more than I ever thought I would. Um, you know, I asked I asked God for strength. I asked God for forgiveness for any sins that I may have committed that I didn't realize that I was committing. Um, ultimately, feeling bad about myself for being in the situation that I was, even though there was something that I couldn't I myself you know, internally couldn't do about it because I was stuck in a state of mind where, you know, I couldn't get myself out of feeling negative or feeling upset about myself and really just didn't really want to be alive. But again, I prayed and I felt that God had given me signs after I had been done praying and he's given me, he had given me strength. And I've been doing that again since I was young, even before I was 13, you know, I went to CCD, went to Catholic school, uh, uh, you know, for to learn like, about the Bible and about the Catholic religion. And that's where I learned prayer. Um, and I honestly believe that prayer had saved my life. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for the people who had put me into that. You know, my mother and my father were very, ad- uh, very adamant about me going to CCD as a young child and along with my brother as well. Um, I've, I, again, I am very... I'm a very strong believer in my faith, and I, I don't think there, there's ever a day where I'm never thankful for that, because I am. I'm very thankful for all of that. 
And uh, yeah, so I mean, if you're Catholic, definitely, definitely follow the Catholic religion, um, and you know, keep a keep a strong, um, you know, keep strong faith in that, strong belief in that, because I mean, for me, when it was in my situation, when I was going through it, uh, again, I didn't have anybody, so when I relied on God, I felt that all the power that He's able to instill in us, or you know, all the the positive things that He's able to do for us. You know, and really just to keep us on our feet. Um, you know, that that's something that, uh, you know, I think we should all look forward to. You know, we should always uh, look up to, especially when we don't, we feel like we don't have anyone. Um, so, yeah, well, as I was growing up, um, the suicidal thoughts never stopped. Um, again, I wasn't seeking help because, again, I was too embarrassed. But, uh, you know, as I got older up until around this time of my life, um, I struggled mightily with it. Um, I suffered my first panic attack, which I never thought I'd ever reach. Um, it got to the so bad to the point where I was, I, you know, I could almost feel my heart beating out of my chest, and that was like a literal statement. Um, that I'll, I remember that night, plain as day. Um, I was sitting in my couch in my apartment, just playing video games. You know, just a normal day after work or. Yeah, I, I was actually after work that day, and I was just relaxing, just, you know, keeping my mind busy, like I always did, and I, uh, I ended up having a panic attack because I thought, what was the point of living? Uh, and that's, that was the scariest thing I've ever encountered in my entire life, you know, being 27 years old, living alone in my apartment, not really knowing what my purpose was in life, and that was... That was the night that I honestly thought I was going to die. That was the night that I thought I was going to end up killing myself for, and something I told myself I would never do. Um, and that's why I had the panic attack because I thought, hey, this is it. You know, this is, this is, this is the end of my life. You know, I'm never coming back again. And that was the scariest thing. But luckily for me that night, I had my best friend who I was able to call that night who was up who was up and it was late at night. I think it was about 1130 at night. He was up and I was able to call him and he, he helped calm me down. And again, I, he knows who this, he knows who he is. And I, I thankful, I am very thankful for him just as much as I am for my own religion. And if it wasn't for him, I again, I mean, I don't know what else I would have done. Um, so again, for you who you know who you are, again, I applaud you and thank you very much. So basically what I want to talk about now is the fact that throughout my entire life, not knowing who to go to or not knowing where to go, you know, that alone feeling that I really felt, um, you know, as I got older, I started to realize that the importance of human connection and never actually truly being alone. And that's the thing with all of us is that, you know, especially the ones who suffer from depression and suicidal thoughts and even worse. You know, we feel like we are actually are alone because we feel like we aren't like other people. Uh, you know, like the normal people that you see on TV. Like, you know, we, and, but that's the thing too is with social media and TV, we all think that, you know, there's everybody out there is just a perfect human being. You know, nobody can make mistakes and all that. But that's not the case. You know, a lot of people wear these masks, such as I had for, uh, you know, about 15 years of my life, where I was wearing this mask thinking that I was the best human being that I could possibly be. 
you know, showing that I had thick skin. And I do have thick skin. And we all do. We all have thick skin because that's what helps us, helps us get through every day. But at the end of the day, when we go home and we take that mask off, we are as weak as the next person, you know. And it's a sad truth. But I'm here to tell you that you can keep that mask on and keep that thick skin even when you get into the comfort of your own home. You know, when, we're, when I say we're not alone, I really mean what I really mean by that is we have friends, we have family members, we have loved ones, we even have pets. Some of us have pets, you know, where we actually rely on some something or somebody else to, you know, give us, you know, our human connection, something that gives us a purpose in life, something that gives us, you know, a reason to wake up and smile every morning, you know, and um, I think that's very important that we keep having that throughout our lives, no matter what, and, you know, I think that if everybody's able to do that for the rest of their lives and keep that human um, connection with people and just being able to go out there and just go out, even if you have to go out to the store, if you have to go out to the park, the gym, you know, just be very social, be very interactive with the people around you. You know, your mind is never in that negative mindset. And, uh, you know, like hearing the connection, you know, being with the people that are around you and having that connection with the people around you can really just, you know, keep your mind clear of anything that could, uh, anything negative that could come around. Um, but I'm also here, you know, even if you are alone and you feel like that you are alone, I just want you to know that we all have the strength to make it. When I was 13 years old and, you know, younger and growing up to, to the, you know, till when I had my panic attack, I didn't think I had the strength. Uh, there were some days where I was stronger than others. You know, I went through a lifetime of things where, you know, I was like, oh, this is great, or, you know, this is fantastic. I could see myself doing this forever. But unfortunately, some things don't work out. You know, I went to school for exercise science, and I have a minor in psychology, and I wanted to be a sports psychologist. But it didn't pan out. I didn't have the, the best of grades. I never got accepted to any of the, grad, um, the graduate schools that I applied to. And you know what? I mean, I look back on it, and I say that's a blessing because it, it wouldn't – I don't think – I think if I had been – in grad school, trying to pursue my master's in sports psychology, I can honestly say that I probably wouldn't be doing this right now. And this is the most important thing to me in my life is to help you guys get over any kind of depression or any kind of suicidal thought or any kind of serious situation you find yourselves in in your life. That I want to be here for all of you to let you know that it's going to be okay and to get you back on your feet. Now, the reason why, again, I create this podcast is because I don't want anybody to ever feel like the way I felt for 15 years of my life. You know, again, not being able to go to anybody or, and not feeling like I had the strength to get through it. Um, you know, I did it all on my own. I mean, I went to therapy sessions as, a, as I got older. Those helped a lot, but it was only so much I can do when it was only once or twice a week or uh, once a week or, you know, sometimes uh, once every two weeks. Um, you know, and that's, that's the other scary part about it is that when you're not being able to talk to a professional every day or, you know, to talk to somebody that's close to you every day, you, you again, you get that lonely feeling. Yeah, it's great to go to therapy once a week or once every two weeks, but it's not everything. It's, it's not, it's not an ideal situation that we would, uh, want to find ourselves in because we constantly, a lot of us, especially the people who are depressed, we need that constant reassurance that everything is going to be okay. 
But once you're able to get it into your head that you have this positive mindset about yourself and, and the way things will go for your life, you know, you don't necessarily need to rely on just therapy or, you know, other people to make you make yourself feel like you're actually, you know, should be on this earth for a reason. You know, you, you start to believe in yourself when you're actually alone and have that strength that you can achieve anything. And uh, again, this is what this podcast is for, because, you know, I want you guys to understand that you have at the end of the day that you really do only have yourself. And if you can get through anything on your own, you can get through life. Now, I'm not going to say <laughs> unscarred or anything like that, but, you know, you do have the strength to do to to build yourself up and to to get to the point to really where you really want to be and to you know find your purpose. Um, my my issue growing up was that I didn't really have a purpose or I felt like I didn't have a purpose. Um, and when I did find my purpose, which was to go to grad school, and it got denied, I really kind of just felt like I was living just to live. Um, I didn't really have anywhere to go. You know, I didn't have any sense of direction, and that was the kind of kind of the scary thing for me was that not knowing where I was going towards life and like why I was still here was a very scary and a very dark place in my head. And it put me in that dark place. And I, I, it almost felt like I just should have just been dead because I just really didn't have any direction. But thankfully again, like I found my purpose and my purpose is this podcast and writing my book for you guys to read that hopefully will come out within the next month or so. Um, I'm very excited on another note, I'm very excited to have this book come out for you guys. So you can, you guys can actually read through my situation and my story. And in the book, I put the reader in my shoes, all you know, to put put the reader in the situation, in the situations that I lived in my life, where I suffered all these mental uh, these mental issues, and I suffered all these social issues as well, and. Uh, you know, and I explain in the book how I got myself out of it and what I did to help myself. And you know, again, with the belief in God and all that, you know, that's that's basically what the book is about. And also provide you step by step ways in which you can get yourself out of those situations, or even things that I would have done differently at those times had I known then what I know now. But yeah, so. Another thing I wanted to talk about is that when we fail, that is when we succeed. And what I mean by that is, and what I've learned throughout the past couple of recent years of my life, um, I challenge myself every day, whether it was, you know, I'm going to do this at work that's going to make my job be better and we're going to be better together as coworkers and as a management, you know, uh, or... It could be even things as such as, you know, it sounds funny, but, you know, just going to the store and buying milk with the last $5 that you have in your account because, you know, your family needs it, you know, and say you have $10 in your account and you don't, you don't get paid again for another week, but your family really needs that milk so they can have breakfast in the morning. And you go out there and you say, you know what, I'm going to go out to the store and I'm going to go buy that milk for my family because they rely on me and I want them to be happy and be able to you know, have them be able to eat breakfast and the things that they want you know and that's that's a small achievement and it's a small challenge but guess what you succeeded and that small challenge will take you a longer way if you're able to challenge yourself with more and more things that are lie ahead 
So let's say you do get your paycheck and you know rent is due for the for the week or rent is due for the month, and you finally get that paycheck and you you know you're like I'm gonna use that paycheck to pay off this month rent this month's rent and I'm gonna work even harder to make more money so that way I don't struggle next month. Those are small. That's another challenge that you can do, and that's just an example. It can be again, it can be a challenge that's so small, something very tiny that you would never think is an actual challenge, or something that's even normal everyday things consider it a challenge something that you face something that you put your nose to the grindstone on and you got over it and you you know you completed your mission and you just feel better and better after each step and i know it sounds funny and i know it sounds weird to like really you know think about it but when you really do think about that each challenge builds your confidence and builds that positive mindset that i want you guys to have and uh for an example that I also state in my book of my life is um, when I lost my father. Uh, I lost him at 25. It's about two years ago now. And that was the most devastating thing ever in my life. Um, you know, I was the one, I was the next of kin. So I was the one to get the phone call, you know, from the police officer saying that my dad had passed away. And I was shook. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going to happen next. The one thing that was racing through my mind at the time was, oh my God, I can't believe he's dead. And after that, all the thoughts started creeping in on what's going to happen with our house, what's going to happen with the bills, like what do I have to do next with funeral uh, things and going, you know, everything else going forward. These were huge challenges that I was not ready to face because he, his death came out of nowhere. And again, I didn't know what to do. Uh, Thankfully for me, like I said before, and we're not alone, I had my family members there for me every step of the way. And I was, though I was the one that was making the choices here, uh, you know, after his death, you know, it was, it was, it was just as scary as anything I'd ever been through. Um, I don't think I would have even got through that point without my friends, my close friends and family. Um, that was, that was uh, a very negative time in my life. And it ended up, Honestly, as as sad as it was, and I miss my father every day, it was a very positive outcome of all that at the end of the day. And why I say that there was a positive outcome is because I learned so much from being able to handle situations like such as like you know house bills and finding out things about my father that I didn't know, uh, and actually being able to understand why he did the things that he did or why he was the way he was. After the fact that when he was he was gone, um, you know, I took it as a positive learning that I can't make the same mistakes that he did in the sense that he, you know, my dad wasn't the the richest. We didn't grow up in the richest family. You know, my very low, maybe mid to low income family. Uh, when my parents got divorced when I was eight, and you know, my my dad had been supporting the house on his own. And he was barely, as I comes to find out, that he was barely able to pay the mortgage on his own. And I, he never told anybody. And um, that was something I had learned after he had passed, that he was struggling with the bills to keep the roof over our head. And um, I wish I'd known that when he was alive. But again, when he passed, it was something that I, I had learned that if I can't afford something or if I can't do something, I can't just go out there and, and do it. Uh, you know, there's there's always a consequence no matter what. Um, you know, I I can go, you know, 
like let's say I go to the to the casino and I spend a hundred dollars on gambling, you know, gambling in the slots, and I lose those hundred dollars in the first two minutes that I put them in the slot machine. The consequence is I lost a hundred dollars. But what I learned from that is I'm not going to do that again because I just lost a hundred dollars in two minutes, and that would be dumb of me to try and get my money back where the risk of me losing another hundred dollars comes into play. So that's another. That's just an example of what I mean by what I learned um, through these negative experiences. Um, and again, every day there's there's always going to be a negative situation. There's always going to be a negative thing that you go through. But as long as you have the mindset, knowing that at the end of the day you will have a positive outcome and you will learn something from that negative that negative time or that negative period. You know, you, you again, you grow stronger. You you grow more confident in yourself and more positive about who you are, and the way life works for you, and the way your your you know your life goes. Um, and I, I think that that's something we can all learn and something that we can all truly value uh, at the end of the day. So uh, yeah, so that's why this uh, podcast is is called Inspired Together. Um, and uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to my first episode of Inspired Together. Um, there's plenty more to come, and I hope you guys stay interested, and I hope you guys check out more that what you know for what's more for what's to come ahead. And I look forward to hearing from you guys very soon. And again, I hope you guys are staying mentally strong, staying mentally safe, and I hope that God keeps blessing you every day with all the uh, positive, as much positive things that he can instill in you. Uh, Take care.